2: And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: That was a great one. What? That news item. That was a great news item. Oh,
3: yeah. I thought you were bringing us back from break.
1: No. <laughs> I was just complimenting you. Welcome to Talk Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacking and sometimes technical issues. I'm Becky Streepy. I'm
3: David Streepy. They're not going to know what that means. That was a joke just for me. <laughs>
1: this I week think on- we should
3: perform for the audience.
1: This week on the show, we're talking about vegan baked goods from Flour and Thyme Bakery and eat some Beyond Jerky. That's
3: right. That's right. That's what we're going to do.
1: Some could argue that we are the audience, Dave. <laughs>
3: If that's the case, if that's truly the case, then we should stop doing this.
1: Listener, get at us. Is this just for us?
3: (laughs) We can see that there are listeners. We are able to to see the the fact of listeners. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. Right? Right. Okay. But if that fact ever becomes zero, I'm not doing this. It's not a... This is not like creative writing where you're writing for yourself first, and then you're writing for the audience on the edit, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough.
3: Okay. And yeah. I, I sure I love talking to you, but we can do it without scheduling time to do it and eating into a weekend to do it. You know, this is really eating into my weekend.
1: Yeah, it really is already. Do
3: you want to talk about the, the unique nuance of this week's record?
1: Sure. So Dave uh, is getting over the flu and we are also trying to go to the beach. And so he doesn't want to give me the flu. And so he, we thought that being in a closed room, talking to each other up close for an hour and change would maybe not be like the most ideal. So we are in our separate offices recording over zoom today.
3: Yeah. I'm over in the, uh, in the McNair wing recording in my satellite office uh which is where i spend most of my time it's actually where i've lived for the past few days um i don't know that you needed to say and we're trying to get to the beach like that incentivizes us to not give you the flu (laughs) true like i would be doing this the only i guess that's the only reason that we're recording and not waiting until i'm better yeah that is so. The beach is relevant. So I take it back. I take it back.
1: Oh, feeling validated.
3: Yeah. Well, I don't. know. parade. Is I was that, trying uh, to think about what parade your... music
1: would sound like, and that's more of a, I circus. Say, I, a circus. I was going to say that's a circus.
3: Knew you were going to do a horn noise like <laughs> seconds after I said the word parade.
1: Gosh, you just know me so well.
3: I do. It's like we've been married for fifteen years.
1: No, 17,
3: so 17, many. 16, who cares? Who cares? Time is just a slow sludge that you eventually melt into. Um, Speaking of that, yeah, burger closed. It did. And uh, it closed a couple of weeks ago and we didn't really give it a moment on the podcast because a... We were like pre-recording a bunch of stuff, uh, had a lot going on, but I did not want to let the moment pass too far away without uh, pointing out that it's it's a big fucking bummer. Um, yeah. We talked about Yeah Burger on the show. We did a whole episode about it and sure we were rea- talk about throwing a parade. We threw Yeah Burger a parade because they really did it. Like they had the biggest vegan menu I've ever seen at a burger joint. They had a million different types of options. I do believe that 90% of those options did come to fruition over the course of their life cycle. Um, and, you know, I think they, they fell on some backlash with their, their customer base and had to accommodate a meat menu, a smaller meat menu, but that never compromised that vegan menu. And I, I gave them props for that as well for, for sticking to it. And it looks like it just wasn't enough for them, and and they had to close their doors. And it was a bummer for me. It was a huge bummer for our child. Oh uh, my gosh! I was devastated by it. Uh, I had the good fortune of being able to eat there. I think two days before it closed, I did not even know at the time that it had done it. Like I went for lunch there. Then the next day, I saw their Instagram post. And their Instagram post was like, "Tomorrow is our last day," and we couldn't get over there on the last day because we had a lot going on that day. But, um. Yeah. Burger. If you're listening, thank you for, for taking such a big swing for, for Metro Atlanta. And I hope that you exist somewhere soon in a food truck or more affordable location. I hope that this isn't the end of the story.
1: Yeah. We loved eating at you and we hope we can eat at you again in the future.
3: I don't like the way that sounds. No,
1: (laughs) we like your food. Yeah. Burger. We like the burgers.
3: We especially
1: like the chicken sandwiches.
3: We like to eat in you. Is that better? (laughs) And we (laughs) like to eat out of you.
1: (laughs) Moving on. uh,
3: (laughs) We like everything that's inside you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just
3: gavel it up. Ah, uh i'm gonna eat one of these snacks
1: what no it's too soon Why? i've already eaten them don't this is a different flavor i don't know which is which though well what you have i know which is which please just do it for me
3: why can i go get the flavor that i've already eaten i'm a little peckish i didn't have lunch
1: i finished that one the other night becky
3: (laughs) you always eat the snacks i bring home yes i bring them home to share but you always there have been snacks that you eat all of that i don't even get a single
1: bite of i just get so hungry at night
3: i wonder why that is becky i
1: don't know what's causing it
3: i just wonder gosh
1: mm. gosh what could it be
3: yeah <laughs> I
1: just get so hungry and i'm if like you can- know what would be good is some jerky and then some captain crunch Oh
3: my, oh my then, God, you're the worst. You're the worst person, <laughs> but you keep doing it and you don't replenish. I'm if sure. you replenish, that would be one thing. I'm sorry. But now this is like roommate territory. It's not even like you're being a bad roommate.
1: I'm sorry, I'll get more.
3: I, I acknowledge your apology, but the I'm putting best it apology on the list. is changing the behavior.
1: I'm putting it on the list right now.
3: When when are you going to get to that list?
1: I was just at
3: Kroger. I was just at Kroger. I might add, doing a favor for you so that you didn't have to go to Kroger.
1: After this recording.
3: I called you and said, (laughs) you know what? Don't leave. I'm already out. I'm going to swing by Kroger. I'll pick those things up. And then I brought home watermelon slices because it's 90 fucking degrees out.
1: Yeah.
3: And- no parade for that either it was like oh yeah maybe we'll eat these later <laughs> cool well, the
1: cool is, i had ju- the kid I had ju- just eaten a really big lunch that i didn't have because i was out running errands which is why i'm hungry which is why i want to eat the snack go get that tofu salad i made i made a lovely tofu salad i am gonna do that there you yeah Dave's giving me the double thumbs down. Now he's walking into the kitchen, which is right outside his office. He made a tofu salad sandwich, everyone.
3: Put bread and butter pickles on it.
1: <gasps> You're so smart. I ate mine with ruffles. I dipped ruffles in it.
3: You opened the ruffles?
1: No, there was some open already. I used those.
3: Didn't you say you got dill pickled chips?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's what I use. The dill pickle chips.
3: Did you finish them?
1: Becky, <laughs> I have
3: not, I did not have a single dill pickle chip.
1: They've been in the house for almost a whole week. I opened them. I announced it. I said, I'm opening these.
3: I don't, I did. I do not recall receiving that update.
1: I announced it. Listen,
3: I'm listening. Do you know what take I hear? The- do you know what, what I hear? I a hear lot of bad, a lot of bad roommate behavior.
1: I hear someone not taking the initiative and eating the food. You got to eat it, it's there to be eaten.
3: Even if I conceded this one point, it would not stop the tide of roommate betrayal <laughs> in the snack department that okay. is washing away my sanity. Yes.
1: I'm sorry that I'm a bad roommate.
3: As I said earlier, the best apology. It's changing the behavior.
1: I'm going to go to the store after okay. this recording. Okay. I'm going to get the snack item. And the I'm spicy also-
3: jerky? Shh,
1: the secret. What? I'll believe it. You already said beyond jerky. The- I didn't. It's a surprise. Oh, you're right. I did. I'll get the... <laughs> I didn't think about the intro. I've been being cagey this whole time. <laughs> I'll get the spicy beyond jerky. Unless you like this teriyaki one better, in which case I'll get more. Get of that. them all. Okay. And I will get dill pickle chips. Although they were just okay. No. We're about. Well, for the car, we'd have them. The look that he's giving me is a lot. Hey, how you doing, Dave? Oh, you turned off your camera. Now I can't see what looks you're giving me. I'm okay. Yeah,
3: I've been in my uh, office for three days now and broke out of it today because we got to start packing. And because I'm technically past the red alert contagious period, um, really unclear how long I am contagious, but trying to cover those bases, do my best effort to keep others from getting sick. Uh, and keep us on track for uh, getting out of town, but a um, couple of things. One is uh, that I started playing Fortnite. Really? Yeah. 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 You. That was the. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I explain. Just, explain your genuine excitement on your face or surprise.
1: I guess I. You'll, you could talk to our nephews about it. That's exciting. They both play, right?
3: No, they're both over it. I tried to talk to <laughs> my nephews about it. And they said, couldn't you play literally anything else?
1: No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. So oh, well,
1: that was my excitement. So I guess uh, okay, that's gone.
3: Now. Yep. No.
1: Um,
3: I was playing because I was playing on the Switch a lot. I was playing a lot of Zelda while I was cooped up bed in bed um, or on couch in bed. You made me a little nest. When I started feeling bad, and then I slept in that nest for three days.
1: Would a bad Um, roommate make you a nice little nest?
3: A a wonderful wife would make me a nest. And it's also possible that that wonderful wife could be a bad roommate. Yes.
1: Can you put your video back on? It's really hard to talk to you without seeing you.
3: Oh, well. Please try not to disappoint me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, You're in a mood today. Dave Streepy said, has had it with said, me
3: as i've said i've had the flu
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh which leaves me a little short of breath a little short of temper uh <laughs> and and i've been very active today
1: you have so You've i'm been very busy. short of
3: stamina you know yeah.
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know so uh you know i'm sorry i'm sorry if i'm not everything you want me to be on this on this Record.
1: I just wanted to see your face. Do you see it? I do. I love it. I love What's seeing the it. Verdict? Oh, okay. There it is. It looks great.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a I got a beard trim this week. First beard trim since before the pandemic. I've been trimming it myself, obviously, and poorly. But uh got back to my stylist and it was our first time uh trimming the beard together. She was as excited to receive it as or to give it as I was to receive it.
1: That's wonderful.
3: Yeah, it is wonderful. So that that felt good, and then um, yeah, that's my that's that's what's that's the big that's the big scuttlebutt for me. How about you? Uh,
1: I'm good. I went roller skating yesterday. I no.
3: Took,
1: well, I took the kid to camp. I haven't been because there's been a really bad heat wave going on uh, in the southeast. Actually, in huge parts of the world and including the Southeastern United States where we live. And, um, so I, well, we haven't been skating. I hadn't skated in like a week because it was just so hot and not just hot, but like muggy where you walk out and it feels like you're just swimming in soup, not pleasant to skate in. Um, so yesterday I dropped a kid off at camp and on the way home, decided to check out a new spot that looked good for skating, which, uh was this little, um, it's like a loop around a park, which from the road. I thought you just
3: went to the same place. I didn't know you went to a new place.
1: Mm -mm, Because the place we usually skate at is at a school and that school is being used as a summer camp this month. And so there are like kids out. And so I can't go during the day. We can go in the evenings, but it's too hot.
3: No, you don't want to be a creep.
1: Right. So I went to this little loop around the park and it was uh, not good for skating. I do not have good outdoor wheels. I have kind of like hybrid wheels and they could not handle the sidewalk. I kept like, it was just very bumpy feeling and not in a, like in a way that made it hard to go. And I kept falling like small little falls. And then I was leaving when I remembered that this park has tennis courts. So I went over to the tennis court, got all my gear. So I put all my gear on skated, took it all off, remembered about the tennis court, went to the tennis court, put everything back on, putting everything on and off takes forever because of all the pads and, um, uh, skated for like 15 minutes. But in that 15 minute time span, I tripped on a rock and two big leaves that just made like my skates go whoosh right out from under my body. Um, and I fell very epically, uh, twice hitting the same wrist. And the second time it just hurt so badly because it was already bruised from the first time that I was like, I think we're done here. I think I skated for like 10 minutes at the tennis court. So I had kind of like a lackluster skating sesh.
3: But good on you for trying a new location and a a new time. I think earlier is better for stuff like that. Honestly, like on my runs, I can't get out after eight o'clock now. I have to get out like super early. Or I'll just cook up. It's no fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might have to start doing in the mornings because, and those tennis courts are great. There, There's um, parts of it are really well shaded. So you can kind of at least zip into the shade when you're getting hot. And um, yeah, nice to have a second option. After this month, I can go back to my regular spot, even in the mornings, but yeah. it is off limits right now. Cause there's uh, kids there.
3: You don't want to be a creep.
1: Mm -mm. No, 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 no.
3: You don't want to be a creep.
1: And then today, well, last night, the kid came out of his room around 930 or something, almost in tears because he had left one of his favorite books at camp. And so we went down to where his camp is because they're also open on the weekends. We went down and (laughs) got the book back. He was devastated. He thought he was going to lose it because it's all different people every week and he was worried that it would get lost in the shuffle. So we got back the book and that was really fun. A little adventure. Got a car wash. It didn't work.
3: Do do you want well a couple of things. One, I'm surprised that you were able to get into the camp area on the weekends.
1: Well it's like a it was in a conference room. And so we, he just went up to the desk and he was like, I left something in the conference room during camp. Can I go look for it? And the guy walked us into the conference room.
3: Gotcha. Okay. Second thing is, uh, do you want to talk about, you want to unpack this car wash, not working thing?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, my, uh, my car is neglected, not really a car person. Like I don't really care about cars. I like how they take you places. That's good. Um, but I'm not good at taking care of my car. Uh, It's been probably a year and change since it's been washed except by the rain
3: yeah and just a just a quick note there it's it's less being a car person than it is being a, per, a a preserving value person of things that cost large amounts of money and that's true it's kind of like thing agnostic you know like it's true for the house it's true for the yard it's true for the cars it's true for computers it's true for big ticket items you know like we we maintain that th- we take care of the things that have high monetary value because if we ever need to trade on that value we need them to be at that value you know what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's less i don't know i don't know that i'd call myself a car enthusiast <laughs> uh, which is punctuated by the the experience we had jumping the car a couple of weeks ago where True. Uh, I jumped a car that was on that I did not know was on. It created sparks. I did not know why the sparks were created. And then I had to hand it to a more capable neighbor uh, To uh, who said, they're there, I'll take care of it, essentially. <laughs> said it more nicely than that, but...
1: Much more nicely.
3: Right. He uh, couldn't have been
1: nicer about it.
3: But it really, like this thing... This thing was bad, back.
1: It was bad. So was I bad. took it to a car. It, it, the car is so bad that the child has been giving me a hard time oh. about how bad it is. And so it, he's several times in the last couple of weeks been like, let's get you a car wash. Uh, and today on the way back from the book thing, I uh, I said, let's get that car wash. So I went and I got a car wash and um, all that dirt was still on the car um, because it was really baked into the car. Um, So I then uh, came home and Dave reminded me that we have a pressure washer. And so I got the pressure washer and some rags and soap. Dave helped me get set up. And then I scrubbed that car and it looks great.
3: It does look very good.
1: It's amazing. How
3: long did it take?
1: Like 15 minutes. Wow. I know. And I, it more effective than the car wash.
3: Is it something you think like could happen again?
1: Oh well, sure. Yeah, we could like set it up and then each take turns being in the driveway. Yeah, doing it. Yeah.
3: Um, maybe I could wear my cutoffs.
1: Ooh, okay. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Get some jorts on. Yeah. Hmm.
3: I- I'm thinking it could be like that uh episode of Nine and Two where the the keg house is doing the car wash.
1: Yeah, um, that's They're good. also
3: teaming up with the alphas.
1: We throw sponges the... at each other, didn't they do that and spray with water? Well, hold on. Well, hold on.
3: The what was Kelly's sorority? Was it the alphas?
1: The alphas. Alpha
3: Omega. Whatever will be, will be. It's that one, right? <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, they they teamed up for the fundraiser. But Steve was on probation because he broke in and stole the the baseball. Yes. Okay. Stole the baseball.
1: I'm a little shaky on the college years details. I'm, to-
3: that is unacceptable. The amount of times that you have watched the college year seasons. You cannot position this as my thing.
1: No, gosh, no. Okay. No, no, no.
3: Um, but yeah, they have the car wash and then they get into a suds fight. And then Steve shows up and he tries to jump into the Suns fight. They're like, get that guy out of there because he's on probation. He's not allowed to be at the other things. And then John Sears stand, stands up for him. He's like, no, man, he's a brother. Let him let him stay. But really what happened was John Sears had set him up in the first place. It so was trying to play, like send him off on a different trail of suspicion.
1: Mm, I mean, it's crafty. Yeah.
3: So this this seems a lot like that.
1: Yeah, we should probably do that.
3: Let's try and liven up this bad episode with some talking toe news. Hey, hey, this is talking to news. It's a segment of the podcast where I take a headline from the world of vegan news and we talk about it. And this one, you know, this one feels like coming home. This is veg news. This is our pal, Anna. Gotta give Anna that click. Right. Uh, Anna has no idea that we do this weekend and week out for her. one day, one day she will. And she'll (laughs) be like, please stop. Uh, This is posted June 16th, 2022. It's got 608 shares. Go Anna. Um, And so I'm going to, I'm going to timestamp this one and we're going to see what the talking tofu bump is. Mars new vegan chocolate bar is as smooth as doves or as smooth as dove. Thanks to Perfect Days Animal Free Way. So, made using Perfect Days Animal Free Way, Mars is launching its first vegan milk chocolate bar in the United States under a new brand, CO2COA, a nod to cocoa with a lower carbon footprint. Today, Confectionary Giant Mars, Incorporate Mars Incorporated. Sorry, I misread that comma. Today, I'm going to start over. Okay. Hey, welcome to Talking to News.
1: <laughs> no! Today,
3: confectionery giant Mars Incorporated is launching its first vegan milk chocolate bar in the United States under new brand CO2COA. The brand was developed in partnership with food technology company Perfect Day, which supplies Mars with the animal-free way it uses in CO2COA's debut vegan milk chocolate bar, a functional ingredient that gives it the same creaminess as its popular core products, which include Dove, Milky Way, Snickers, and M&M's. So Perfect Day is something that's it's a bit of a spoiler because that's, that's on the list of, of stuff that's coming down the pike this summer for us to talk about on the pod. Perfect Day? They make that ice cream. Which ice cream? The animal-free...
1: Oh, that animal-free vanilla? Yeah. That we got? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: So a bit of a spoiler there, but it looks like those tentacles are reaching into a lot of different pots, which is a familiar metaphor. Um, any, any thoughts on that? Not the uh, metaphor. The idea of perfect day and the um, animal-free way.
1: Sure, I have a couple thoughts. My first thought is CO2COA. Do better. It's a really it's, tough name. It's not a good name. I you think can, we need to.
3: We need nope. to wait for an ad campaign so that we can hear how it's pronounced.
1: KotuKoa, KotuKoa, KotuKo. I don't like it. Mars. You got some work to do with the name, figure it out. And then, um, but perfect day I'm in, I was very confused by the perfect day because um, they use like they've manufactured milk protein without milk, dairy milk. And so the labeling on it is really weird. It says animal free, like all over it, but it also has a contains milk warning because if you have a milk allergy, this would trigger it because it has the milk protein in it. Um, It's very confusing. I I don't know. I found the labeling confusing and I really don't fault them. I feel like it's a confusing thing to label. Um, Yeah. But I think if it makes ice cream and chocolate taste really good, like, keep it going.
3: Yeah, I think it's it's going to be it's going to be hard for people to wrap their heads around it maybe. And I think it's going to be a litmus for why people are maybe in looking for those options in the first place and whether it ticks those boxes. I'd be interested to know more about like the process of how it's created, but I think it's this is from a stupid layman, but Like, is it similar to an argument for lab-grown meat and raising not food purity concerns, not necessarily exploitation concerns, but is it, I don't know, is it creating something that some might argue doesn't need to be created.
1: Yeah. I feel like with vegan products, they're trying to usually trying to cast a wide net and catch everybody who's vegan, which is why I think you end up with a lot of vegan stuff. That's also gluten-free and soy-free and everything free. Right. They want to catch like the allergy people. They want to catch like the food purity people. And then a lot of the time us animal rights, vegans also benefit. Yeah. And so this is not such a wide net. It'll be interesting to see how well this product does for that reason. Cause I think the food, food purity, people are going to hate this stuff. They're going to call it Franken food. Yeah. And then if you have an allergy, obviously you can't eat it. So it's really seems like it's just vegan for the animals at that point. And which that works for me, (laughs) but but yeah, we'll see how big that lane is. Uh, But I hope it's really big.
3: You know, if it, if it, Paves the path to animal-free Snickers and animal-free, you know, basically the the product line on the market having animal-free versions. With maybe a future state of those animal-free versions replacing the the versions containing animals, and that kind of being the transition. Like I think it's time well spent for sure, but I and maybe. I don't know. I feel like I'm making my point really poorly, but the like that concern is it's a litmus for a concern that's happening that's already happening across the board where you are seeing these larger companies with questionable ethics getting involved in this and you know it it it's not necessarily pure of heart and it doesn't necessarily need to be <laughs> but it does cause you I, I think we're coming out of a phase where anything that was vegan was a cause for celebration. And I know I'm being naive and, and over, I'm, I'm being a little glib with, with that, but, you know, we can cheer, uh, impossible whoppers. We can cheer on, you know, KFC beyond. Uh, and even then, like, it's a cheer with closed <laughs> teeth and, and there's a, a, but, behind it you know i'm not Mm -hmm. talking about two cheeks but um i feel like even more like that's going to get more and more nuanced and i think that phase is over and now we're in a well what's the environmental impact of that well what chemicals are you using to create that well what and these are they're not new concerns but they're they're growing concerns the more that development of these things is becoming more industrial. Mm -hmm. Am I making sense?
1: Mm -hmm. And I agree. I think anytime you see big companies jumping in on any movement, I mean, they're not doing it. You, you said it's not necessarily out of the goodness of their hearts. I mean, it's not out of the, they they crunched numbers and saw that there's so or potential for profit. So. Right. Yeah, capitalism, am I right?
3: Right. And I, I, I definitely didn't mean to, to suggest that corporations are doing this out of an altruistic motive. I think they see the writing on the wall and they see a potential market that needs to be tapped. And I think that they are, and this part is capitalism 101, they're leveraging the goodness of people's hearts to make it a success. And I don't know that that's inherently a bad thing, as long as you're not fooling people by leveraging the goodness of their hearts, you know, like, if you can give me an ethical product, even if you made it unethically, I don't know, that sounds like, even if making an ethical product for the sake of of being ethical wasn't the reason that you made the ethical product, I still think that. It's okay for me to buy it because I, I, it fits my ethics.
1: If you I, make, don't, I don't think there's not, a
3: betrayal there.
1: Their intent doesn't matter as long right. as, as long as the process aligns with your ethics. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot, but I will eat this Mars. Is it a Mars bar? It sounds like it's a milk chocolate bar.
3: Well, it's a milk chocolate bar and it's called CO2COA.
1: Kotukoa. Kotukoa. I, I think
3: we, I think we got to wait for an ad on that. Yeah. I think we got to, I think we got to wait for an ad on that. It's been in development for one year, short time for a large company like Mars per Anna. Um. So, you know, when it, uh, when it comes to chocolate, what's the first thing you think of? When, when you think, when, when I say the word chocolate,
1: I think about a chocolate chip cookie.
3: Yeah. Delicious. Wow. What a great, uh, talking Tony's segment. That guy is really talented. We'll be back after this message.
2: Wow, what
3: a great ad that was that was fantastic. Uh, a product that lines right up with what we're about here at talking tofu or,
1: or not. not? We don't know. Yeah, uh let
3: us know let us know what it was, and definitely buy their product and tell us that tell them that we sent you there uh, or don't if they're a bad product, like if they're selling lava or something, which would be bad, right?
1: What would you put it in
3: a a jar would it be <laughs> would it be bad to sell lava? Is lava endangered? I guess resources aren't endangered. Is lava rare?
1: I don't. I don't know. I don't feel like it's something we harvest.
3: I know that we put a lot on the towheads, and it's unnecessary and uh, frequently goes unfulfilled. But I don't frequently do that. Um, so I'm gonna play one of my cards and ask the towheads to let us know if lava is a scarce resource if it is rare because if it is you know i'm going to that big island and you know i'm scooping up some of that lava to bring back to the mainland and you know we're going to be lava barons
1: lava barons yes mm-hmm. that's our future oh,
3: what the world needs now <laughs> is lava sweet lava.
1: oh boy <laughs>
3: instead of love sweet love instead of love the song what the world needs now normally it it is what the world needs now is love sweet love
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i
3: replaced love with lava because we were talking about lava
1: i love it sweet love i I lava it too i love it that was that was the one
3: (laughs) i'm eating this sandwich to talk for a minute
1: oh okay so uh, the next thing on the, the rundown here is to talk about Flower and time bakery. So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how they were having their grand opening and we were going to go and we did. And we went at around 10 30 AM. They opened at 7 AM on their grand opening day, which was a Sunday. And by the time we got there, they were sold out of quite a few items, including almost everything I wanted to order. <laughs> uh, but so what we did was um built an order based on what they did have and we still got a bunch of stuff. And we yeah, I
3: felt like, oh go ahead.
1: We're gonna talk about that stuff.
3: I felt like we went there planning on breakfast and we came out of there with uh, a breakfast starter and a day's worth of treats.
1: More than a day, I feel like. But but just to, yeah.
3: the volume and the sentiment. Yes. Yeah. I think don't look for receipts on when we actually ate the snacks. <laughs> but.
1: Yeah. So um, what I wanted was a sausage, egg and cheese croissant. They make great croissants based on everything I've heard. And I wanted to try them. They didn't have any of those, but uh, they looked incredible um, on the menu there. So we'll go back and get more stuff and talk about it, but we'll just do a follow-up and it'll be fine. Um, okay. The reason though, is because they, they had, it was their first day open in their brick and mortar location. And the guy was like, I'm so sorry. We're out of a lot. We have just had a lot more people today than we expected, which is great news. So do you want me to run down what we got? How do you want to do this? We got a lot of stuff. Dave's got a, got a mouthful. How about I go through, uh, uh
3: well, if if I, if I could, mm-hmm. It it seems like it's high noon for flour and time because they had such a great first day and time, it's spelled like the spice, but.
1: No, it's spelled like time. No, it's not
3: because the old adage is the bakers make flour and time. Like all you need is flower and, time.
1: Flower I see what and time. I
3: can't see what you're holding up.
1: I'm holding up my phone. It's time T I M E. So it's not... is
3: flower. The one that's the different word.
1: No, they're both the normal words. Flower plus time.
3: F L O U R mm-hmm. plus T-I-M-E. T I M E. Yes. Are you sure?
1: I'm on their website.
3: Are they sure? It's Guys, blurry. are you sure? Yeah, it is blurry <laughs> when you do that. It, it was blurry the last time. It's blurry this time. Yeah.
1: So here's what we got from flower and time bakery. So hold
3: on. I want to do my double phrasing then.
1: Okay, go ahead. Um, No, but your high noon bit works because time. Yeah, but it didn't, it wasn't wordplay. Sorry. All
3: right. I guess, I guess it's high noon for flower and time.
1: (laughs) What? (laughs) That was it. Okay. So the first item that I wanted to talk about is the brownie. It was. I would like to say that it was an enormous brownie. How many hands would you say? Um, one large hand. One large hand, but taller, taller than a hand is tall. Maybe two hands.
3: How are you measuring the height of a? Wait, are you saying that a hand?
1: It was a thick brownie. You just held
3: a hand horizontally. Yeah, And talked about how tall a hand was.
1: Like this way.
3: This ha- is how tall a hand is. Like oh, if I'm no. waving at you, this is how tall a hand is.
1: Oh. And when you said the- Wider? The... What? This, for, if like it's if you stack two or three hands on top of each other, it's a thick brownie.
3: I don't know why you brought hands into this in the first <laughs> place. But <laughs> if you had a hand laid flat on the table, yeah, the brownie would have a higher height than- the height of the handheld flat on the table.
1: Yes. That's what I meant by taller. You got it. We got a, there. Ha-
3: a tall hand. <laughs> this is how you would measure a horse by a hand, right? Okay. Would be by, by that would, if we can acknowledge that if you're measuring something by height with a hand,
0: mm-hmm.
3: it would be a horse. We would use so- the horse method. Right? Sure. Yeah. And that is where you put a hand over a hand, 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 over a hand to say that a horse is 13 hands tall.
1: That's true. Okay. I am with you
3: flower and time. You deserved better than this.
1: So let's talk about this big hand Brownie.
3: I didn't. Oh my God. It
1: sat there. just look
3: like your thing.
1: This is what happens is these things just sit and you never eat them. So, yeah, this And then sometimes like... I finish them and you get mad, but most uh, of the
3: time- but, 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 but this time, this is a case of, and this is a rule so ingrained in our household that even our child knows it. <laughs> Dad will not go third.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs>
3: I will be the first on a shared snack. I will sometimes be second on a shared snack, but I will never be third on a shared snack in this family.
1: <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yep. The kid got a soda at Universal and wanted Dave to try it. And he said, Here, you have first sip because I know you won't drink after me.
3: <laughs> He's right.
1: <laughs> he is right. So I thought this brownie was good. Very chocolatey, like super rich in chocolatey. It is more cakey than fudgy. If you like a cakeier Ooh, brownie, I do, then you would really enjoy this. Um, but if you like more of a moist fudgy brownie, that's kind of almost more like puddingy. Like it's, it's much more towards the cake end of the spectrum. But I enjoyed this brownie a lot. The kid and I have been cutting off pieces and adding it to ice cream and it yeah. is lovely.
3: Yeah, I've been seeing the two of you having a good time with it.
1: It has been good.
3: It's been source of a lot of magical moments for the two of you over the past week.
1: It really has. Yeah. So the next sweet treat we got was an oatmeal cream pie. This was your oh, request.
3: Yeah, it was my request. I loved it. I thought that I, I kept ne- reminding myself to pull the little Debbie reference out of my head and imagine what a true oatmeal cre- cream pie could taste like. Because I think that, and, and rightfully so, and it's no slam on little Debbie. I would never slam little Debbie. Like she she's, she's got it, you know, but um, that's a very like super processed version of an oatmeal cream pie. And does not need to be the, the benchmark for an oatmeal cream pie. This one had fresh oatmeal cookies and it was a ton of cream in the middle there. So mm-hmm. I could only eat half of it before I was like snacked out. Um, but the the cream was, was fluffy and sweet and the oatmeal cookies were to die for.
1: Yeah, I thought the cookies were moist. They were vanilla-y. And that vanilla buttercream in the middle was just so rich and delicious. And actually, it's funny that you brought up Little Debbie because I wrote in my notes, did it taste like the Little Debbie ones? Cause I don't remember. So you did not think these tasted like the Little Debbie ones. I did did not. I agree that Little Debbie doesn't necessarily need to be the bar. I was just curious because that kind of is that was my first oatmeal cream pie ever, was a Little Debbie that I ate in college. So, right. It was my introduction. I think for a lot of people, it was their yeah. introduction. And maybe that's why a lot of people would think of it as the bar. But you're right. I, think, I feel like Flower and thyme did it different and better.
3: Yeah. I think for a lot of people, that's the only reference. And that's not a bad thing either. I mean, oatmeal cream pie should not be a common dish in our society, you know?
1: It is very like, specific. I
3: yeah. I think it's fine.
1: Nishi. It's not like a chocolate chip cookie that kind of is a crowd, you know, oatmeal yeah. cream pie. Not everyone is is down for right all right so the final sweet treat we got was a key lime crinkle cookie this is an item that i would never have ordered if the full menu had been available it just not that i would was like forced to order it but um it would never have caught my eye if the full menu had been available and i am so glad that i did this was my favorite of the three items i thought it was soft and chewy. The lime gave it this really nice tart edge. And I loved when I got a chewy little bit of zest in my mouth. And um, yeah, it was just a real delight. It was hard to leave part of it for Dave to try.
3: But you did. I
1: did. I I made a sacrifice. I didn't finish the snack before you got to it. Yeah,
3: no, you're you're so noble. But um, I don't like key, key lime. I don't like key lime drinks. I don't like key lime pie. I, it's just a little too sweet for me. And I like to go. I, I'm a tart daddy when it comes to to the limes and the lemons. But uh, you bugged me to eat it, and days went by, and you bugged me to eat it. And then I, I was just, I was like, "You're not. You're gonna give me shit for eating." The, the I think three days had gone by, and I was gonna have dessert, and I was like, "She's gonna give me shit if I don't." eat this thing, uh, before I have like a proper dessert that I want to enjoy myself after (laughs) in my life, uh, after everything that I go through. Uh, so I ate it and I fucking loved it. I thought it tasted so good. It was so soft, so delicious. The key lime was the perfect level. It wasn't overpowering it really worked alongside the the bread or the, the cookie, you know, like it worked alongside the baked good. It did not overpower the flavor of the baked good. And I thought it was perfect.
1: Yeah, I that is definitely gonna be something I order again. I hope it's a regular. I don't know how their menu works if they rotate or whatever, but I hope that this key lime cookie is always available so I can eat it all of the time. So let's move on to the savory item that we did get. They didn't have, because we were there because we were hungry for breakfast. Mm -hmm. They didn't have the egg and cheese croissant that we wanted. And so we got the biscuits. They had cheddar biscuits and regular biscuits. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got a cheddar and the kid got a cheddar and you got regular. Yes. Your thoughts.
3: Would you like, okay. (laughs) Okay.
1: You first. So I didn't try your regular biscuit.
3: Yeah. No, I thought it was a good biscuit. I thought it's a little bit drier than I like my biscuits to be, but it was intentionally made that way. It's not like they tried to make a fluffy biscuit. It ended up with a dry biscuit, a little bit more of like a cornbready style biscuit that I like texture wise than like a buttermilk biscuit or something like really fluffy and, and kind of layery, you know? Um, I enjoyed it. It, did not tick the breakfast box for me. Obviously I needed more. You guys saved it for the breakfast that we would make at home, but I ate it on the way home as a, uh, I had just run a 5k that morning. So I was very hungry at that point. Um, so I needed something stat and it, it fit the bill for that.
1: Yeah. So like Dave said, the kid and I saved our cheddar biscuits to eat at home. We went home and Dave made just egg, and sausage or did you just make just egg
3: no I did the I did the whole you did the
1: whole breakfast bowl so Dave came home uh we all he after he ran the 5k came home and made us breakfast bowls (laughs) That's (laughs) that's right what he did and um I put my just egg scramble on the cheddar biscuit which was really nice I also felt like it was I also prefer like a fluffier biscuit but this was still really good. It's not super cheesy. So if you like just a light amount of cheese, this is definitely for you. I also thought it was a little bit salty for me. Um, but I know that's also just kind of a style thing. It's, you know, a personal preference. Yeah. That's all I have to say about the biscuit. All right.
3: Yeah. So flour- else?
1: Um, no, we got three desserts and two breakfast items. And we will go back, and we'll get other stuff, and we'll do a follow up episode when we do. Yeah, we will. We'll go earlier in the morning.
3: Yeah. So, you know, on a scale of dirty car to clean car, what would you give? Flower and time.
1: Straight from the car wash, and not like at my experience today, but one where the car wash actually cleans the car. interesting interesting sparkling what about you
3: so i am going to you know i'm going to say that the experience was similar to your experience with the car wash this morning in the sense that the car wash did a great job it's that the the car was dirty user error the the car was dirtier than the car wash could do its great (laughs) job with yeah (laughs) <laughs> and um, by that logic, you know, I think the the population was hungrier than flower and time knew could could do its its wonders on, you know, and yeah. we got there uh too late to really you know the us being too late is kind of like you were too late to clean the car <laughs> so we. I think that your car still got a benefit from going to the car wash, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think we still got,
3: (laughs) we got a big benefit from going to flower and time. Flower and time didn't do anything wrong. I agree. But Mm -hmm. I can't call it a clean car because I haven't had their whole menu. And just like you can't call it a clean car (laughs) because you didn't clean the car. (laughs) Before you went to get the car cleaned. So that's where the metaphor starts to fall apart a little bit. But I think it's been pretty airtight up to that point. So it's no dig to flower in time. But I just think jury's out very. I loved what I've had. But I'm not going to say how I feel about all of flower in time until I go back. And I cannot wait to go back. So that's a good thing.
1: Honestly, that key lime cookie alone, um, just mind blowing. I would go back just for that.
3: Well, you won't go back just for that because there's a whole bunch of other stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, but I will get one of those too. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Do you want to have a snack?
3: I do. I was tipped off to this by friend of the pod, Emma. Emma, who was getting married the weekend of recording. Uh, she asked Talking Tofu to perform at her wedding, but uh, respectfully had to decline uh, that one. So sorry. So sorry, Emma, but congratulations nonetheless.
1: Yeah. Congratulations, Emma.
3: Um, but in your honor, you know, Emma posted these on her Insta. I saw them. said, OMG, she got back to me quickly with, they are so good. And that was, that was the whole of the conversation. Um, (laughs) But I then saw one flavor of these in Kroger. It's the Beyond Meat Jerky. I don't know why I'm beating around the bush with it. But uh, I saw one of these flavors in Kroger, picked it up, brought it home, and then found the other flavors a couple of weeks later. And Becky quickly whisked them away to her little snack storage that's not part of general consumption, but also somehow results in Becky eating all the snacks anyway. Um. And now we've, we've got all of them here to try, except uh, by all of them, I mean, I have to work off of memory for one flavor and the other two flavors I have here to try. So the three flavors of Beyond Meat Jerky are spicy, teriyaki,
1: what's the, what's the third one? I don't know. We didn't get it.
3: No, I got three flavors.
1: Oh, well, I only finished the spicy. There might be another one in the pantry then. I'll go check. That's why I was like, how will we know the difference? All right. Now we've got all three. The third flavor is original.
3: Okay. All right. So I already had the spicy. As did I. I I loved. Okay. Well, it's not a contest.
1: I was just chiming in.
3: I loved the spicy. If I could finally say that. Um, I thought it had the right amount of heat. Kept me eating more. Did not give me a stomachache at the end of it. The texture of it. A plus. The smell of it, not offensive, like most vegan jerkies are to me. They're banned in the car because <laughs> Becky loves them.
1: I do. And, and
3: they stink. They stink. They stink. But these ones don't. Uh, and yeah, like I said earlier, that the the kick was right on point.
1: I agreed. The texture was incredible. That was my first note. Great texture! Exclamation point. I thought it was so toothsome. I kind of thought the flavor was a little bit lacking, when you eat your first bite, it was salty enough, but I didn't feel like there were enough up, uh, enough other flavors happening, but I also tasted a little bit of a peas aftertaste. I think there's pea protein in this and I could taste it, which was unusual. Um, but as you're eating the spicy one, the spiciness kind of builds, like it starts out just okay. But by like the third or fourth bite, I was really enjoying myself. I had hit flavor city. Which one are you? Teriyaki. Okay, then so am I. I actually, I'm looking forward to this teriyaki because when I was eating the spicy one, I was thinking if this had a little sweetness to it. Oh, I forgot how hard it is to chew. (laughs) I put too much in my mouth. I'm going to be chewing this for like the next three months.
3: Yeah, it's very chewy.
1: Mm -hmm. Do you taste the peas? I taste them in this one too. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I taste peas in the back of my throat.
3: I'll say that I'm not enjoying this flavor. It takes me me. in a few different directions and I keep being hopeful that there's joy around the next corner, but there's not. It's a fucking bummer.
1: It needs a little more acid to it and it needs a little more sweetness to it. It's kind of... Kind of it's got a fruity
3: taste to me. It tastes fruity, kind of. All right. I'm moving on to the original.
1: I wonder if it's the pomegranate concentrate. Oh, there's sugar in it. Okay. I thought maybe they were using that instead of sugar. Okay. I'm going to try the original also.
3: This is what I'm talking about.
1: This one's really good. Yeah. And I don't taste peas.
3: Mm-hmm. I never did and still don't.
1: It has pea protein in it.
3: I know, but All Beyond Meat has pea protein in it. That's the whole thing.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying like, I, I I, don't taste peas in this one.
3: I know. And I'm saying I didn't taste it in the others and I don't taste it here too. Would mm. you think I was saying I never tasted peas in my life?
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. Becky. You don't like peas.
3: I don't like peas. I like two pea. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, this is really good. The original is good.
3: Yeah, good job, guys.
1: Yeah, the spicy, the spicy was okay. The teriyaki, I would not get again. And then the original is where it's at, as far as I'm concerned.
3: For me, spicy is at the top, followed by original. And I'm just going to forget that teriyaki
1: exists. Mm-hmm. I too, what's teriyaki? I've never heard of it. Yeah. Terry, who? Mm-hmm. Don't know her. Terry Cruz. But I would go original and then spicy.
3: Wow. What a ride. What a mm-hmm. ride. What a snack. What an episode. And now we're done. We Thank did you it. for listening. Well, now we're done. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. It really helps us out. And we just love reading your five-star reviews. We will read yours on the pod unless it's full of mega shit. And then we won't. You can also follow us at talking tofu on Twitter or talking tofu pod on Instagram. I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram and Line Leader was taken on TikTok. I'm also Line Leader on Fortnite now. So fort it up with me on on Fortnite on all platforms. I'll catch you. Ca- I'll catch you in the battle bus, I think is what it's called.
1: When you play Fortnite, is it called fortin around? It should be. I think so too. It should be. And I'm Glue & Glitter on all social media, and you can find my recipes at GlueAndGlitter.com. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington, Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Dave, say goodbye to the Toeheads. Goodbye, Toeheads. Goodbye. I was gonna, I was gonna.
2: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.